Hi, and welcome to Represent. I'm Katherine Schadhofer, CEO of OMV, and I'm super excited because today we have our very first guest here on the podcast uh, to share a little bit of her wisdom. So Christina Caraba, who's a creative director at ABC, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Um, why don't we start out by you sharing a little bit with the Represent community about what it is that you do? Sure. So um, I am a creative director for all the entertainment marketing campaigns for ABC uh, national, so not on the local level. Um, so anything from drama to comedy to reality, meaning Bachelor to Dancing with the Stars to um, launching new comedies like Single Parents to um, returning dramas great like Grey's Anatomy, all of that comes out of our department. Awesome. And how did you discover, get on that career path? Okay, so it's actually a very strange way. Um, I don't think I really thought about who made the commercials behind TV shows ever growing up or anything. And I never said like, hey, I want to be that person that makes commercials for TV shows. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Honestly, I changed my major three times. I transferred colleges four times. I um, took me six years to graduate with a bachelor's degree because I changed so much and really couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I, I wound up graduating finally from the College of Staten Island, which is a CUNY, part of the City University system of New York. And um, if you couldn't tell from the accent already, I am from New York. I grew born and raised in Brooklyn. Um, and it was really a professor who saved me, her uh, professor, Amy Sarch. She knows that I love her. I still email, email her occasionally and tell her that I love her. Um, she sent me on an internship interview at WABC which is the local ABC affiliate affiliate in New York City. And um, they had a, a, an internship fair and the, the jobs, the internships were at like ABC local news. It would be at um, 2020, there was an internship at Nightline and there was an internship at Live with Regis and Kathy Lee. So now I've dated myself because Live with Regis and Kathy <laughs> Lee is not a thing anymore, but Live with Kelly and Michael, which is now Live with Kelly and Ryan. So that's how far back we're going. Um, so I went on this job interview um, and I, I literally, she told me that day, on that, on the, it was a Thursday morning and she said, there's an internship fair at WABC today, and I think you should go. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? And she said, we got to make you a resume. Do you have clothes at home? This whole thing. And I was kind of like, all right, let's do it. And we, she helped me. I put a resume together. She sort of checked it out for me. And then I went home, and I changed, and I took the train into the city. And I literally just guessed I, I checked off Regis and Kathy Lee I checked off you had to check off three things that you were interested in so I kind of just checked the three that seemed the most interesting and um while I was in school I always had a job I never didn't have a job I, I don't think I haven't not had a job since I was about 13 um so while I was in school I was working for I'm going to date myself again. Uh, Nobody Beats the Wiz, which was an electronic store only on the East Coast, which doesn't exist anymore because this is at a time before there was Amazon and you actually had to go to the store to buy things. <laughs> um, and uh, so I had this job and my professor showed me how to put that on my resume. So I showed up at this internship fair, checked off the boxes, walked up, had this resume with these 
jobs that I had, you know, and nobody beats the whiz. I was the customer service manager. Before that, I was the cashier checkout girl at Key Food, which is a local supermarket in New York City. And before that, I was a babysitter and I had all that on my resume. And um, Michael Gelman, who's the executive producer still of Kelly and Ryan, was the executive producer at the time. And I sat down with him and he looked over my resume and he said, so you work at Nobody Beats the Whiz. And I, I was like, yeah, I'm the customer service manager. And he said, you're the customer service manager of an electronics store in Brooklyn? And I said, yeah. And he was like, what's that like? And I kind of, you know, told him what my day-to-day -day was like. And we went over what it was like working at Key Food, which was my job I had before that. And um, we talked about the program I was in at College of Staten Island and, and what I was interested in. And I'm telling you, I was up against kids going to uh, Columbia, Cornell, Yale, Harvard, like Ivy League designer schools. And I'm literally going to the College of Staten Island. I don't even know if anybody's ever heard of that school. <laughs> um, so I thought for sure he, I wasn't going to get it. But I did get it. I got the call like a week later that I got the internship. And I think there were 10 out of 500 picked. Wow. So it was a you know, a long shot, you know, especially since I literally discovered it that day. <laughs> um, so I got the job and uh, at the end, I, and, and I'll tell you what, I hustled my butt off the entire internship. Whatever they needed for me, I did it. I worked extra hours if I could. When the other kids who went home for break couldn't be there because they the dorms were closing or whatever they didn't have anywhere to stay i would go in because i lived in brooklyn so i would just go in and stayed in contact with them and that was my first job when i graduated was they hired me back um but when when the internship was over i i got the opportunity to do an exit interview with michael gelman and and ask him questions i i was able to ask him whatever i wanted so the really the, the main question I wanted to know from him was, why did you hire me? You know, why me out of all those 500 kids that interviewed? What was it about me that stood out in that interview? So that way I could always do that again in every interview. right? <laughs> um, and the thing he told me was that he hired me because I worked at an electronics store in Brooklyn. And if I could handle that, then I could handle anything. And that's like something I tell everybody, like when a kid asks me, how did you get a start in this in this field or how did you break in? I always say it's your it's your job. It's having a job while you're in school, like shows employers like, you know how to show up. You know what it's like to report into somebody. You know what it's like to make sure your stuff is covered off if you can't show up. You you know, you you know what it's like to be a responsible person at a job where you have to be there from this time to that time and get the job done and it doesn't matter if it's directly related to the entertainment industry as long as it's a job and you know how to do that you've already taken away like a learning step yeah you know I, mean, like, I definitely have done that in hiring people there are things that you cannot train for and that you can't go to school for and that kind of hustle and heart you know you either have it or, or you don't and I think that's always something that people are looking for right um, and I love that story oh thanks uh, <laughs> okay so let's talk, we're talking about early career so especially earlier in our career we all have bad habits or mistakes or that do you have a story about one of those that you'd like to share oh sure I mean I was a jerk in that you know when you're I work in a creative side of things and when you come up with creative ideas even when it's just a commercial for a show or a brand spot for a channel 
you come to the table with an idea and it like kind of birthed out of you, right? Like you came up with this idea and if you didn't come up with it, well, not if, if you come up with something, you feel passionately about it. You've birthed this thing, right? And you've, you're now presenting it to the world. And sometimes it's not right for that campaign or that channel or that show. And I had to learn that I wasn't going to get my way every time. Like even if I thought that this is the idea, if my boss said, no, it's not, I had to go back and be just as passionate and just as excited and coming up with a brand new idea. So I think that part I had to get over early on and it took me a while to sort of get there. And I was very, very lucky that I had people who believed in me and knew that I, that my intentions were the right idea, right? Like my intention was that I felt passionately about this thing, right? Not that I just thought I was right about everything. It was my passion and that I can hit the reset button. It just takes me a minute. So I had to learn how to like hit the reset button a little bit quicker. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that's something that happens with everybody in a creative field, especially when you're starting out and you, you learn that, you know, it's, it's not to hold on to something quite so precious, you know, absolutely, <laughs> as you're naturally inclined to do. You know, and, you're, and also when you're just starting out, a lot of times, like you're still in your twenties, you're still, you think you're, you're the bomb. Like you just graduated, you got your, your cool first job. You think you're like awesome and you are, but at the same time, there are people who've been doing this a lot longer and you should probably just like, I had to learn to shut up and like listen to them and learn from their example and not just think that my idea was the best thing every single time and actually great ideas came out of that. I remember once being told um, by one of my very senior colleagues at Warner Brothers uh, that not everyone else is an idiot because apparently it seemed like I thought everyone else was an idiot. And I still remember him saying that, like, you know, not everyone else is an idiot. And I was like, uh, you're right. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> that um, shouldn't be something that needs to be said, but sometimes it's a it's a good reminder for us to have. Um, okay, so as uh, we're talking about, you know, being early in your career and breaking into the industry, what is the best piece of advice that you would give to somebody who aspires to work in this business um, but may not have any sort of connection or existing relationship? Well, first off is definitely hustling and interning and doing everything you can to internship and learn everything that you can and being really open to feedback and asking for feedback and what you have to like want it so bad that you're not going to let anything stop you from getting it, right? So that means hustling. I didn't have any contacts. I didn't know anybody, right? I just got very lucky that I had a professor who believed in me and said, you should go do this, you know? Um, but I made it happen, you know? I, I stayed in contact with the people at Regis and Kathy Lee after my internship was over. I did other internships but still stayed in contact with them. I want, I want In my head, I was going back there no matter what and then that was going to be my first job in the entertainment industry after I graduated. So I called them. I kept telling them what I was up to. I stayed in touch. I would go visit them on winter break. I would call them and say, hey, I know you guys are short over the breaks, over the um, – winter break and spring break, if you need me to come back in, I'll work for free and I would do it. I just stayed in contact with the contact that I was able to make, right? I mean, I would have hired you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so, you know, 
one of the things that especially after we've been in the business for a long time, it's hard to remember that there's a lot of like mystery and legend and, uh, you know, kind of myths that surround the, uh, the industry. So if you could share one industry myth that you would like to debunk, what would that be? That you can't get in without a connection. I think you can get in without a connection. You just have to bust your ass, like is what it comes down to. Perfect. Um, so let's talk about success stories. Uh, do you have a favorite that you'd like to share? Sure. I, I, my favorite success stories are actually interns that I've hired, that I've interviewed and brought in, and they've gotten jobs in the long run. So I have three interns that I know of right now that I hired as an intern, fought to keep them, and now they're hired and at better positions than I left them. So I have one intern that I hired at when I when, during my job at VH1, and he's a creative director now. I have an intern I hired during my time at TBS, who's now a writer producer, and most recently I have an intern that I fought to hire as an intern at ABC, and I fought every day to find a position for that kid, and we finally made one, and he's there now full time, and that just happened over the summer. Um, but I think I have a really good knack for finding kids that will hustle and will do whatever it takes to get the job done. And when I see that in someone, I'll do whatever it takes to hire them because you don't find that a lot. Yeah, it's, I think, a rare quality and absolutely the most critical quality in everybody I know who's been successful in the industry. Right. So it's far. like it's no is not an answer. There's always a way to get something done. And when you find that in someone, that's the person that you keep. You do whatever you can to keep them. So the key takeaway from this podcast is hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, and one day, Christina might hire you. <laughs> yes. I actually have a shirt that says good things come to those who hustle. And I wear it every once in a while to work to remind everybody. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> preach. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. If anybody has any questions for Christina, for us, uh, feel free to tweet at us at represent by OMV. And we'll do our best to get those questions answered. Thanks again for joining us thank today. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>